Hi, I'm Bobby, and this is Abby, and we are host of the Filling You Up With Hope podcast and Filling You Up With Hope YouTube channel. We are so glad that you're here. Hi, it's Abby from Filling You Up With Hope. Um, today, we are talking about tips for dealing with shame, and we're reading The Prodigal Son. So I'm just going to read that, and then we'll just get into the podcast. This is in Luke fifteen eleven. Jesus said, a certain man had two sons. The younger son said to his father, Father, give me my share of the inheritance. Then the father divided his estate between them. Soon afterward, the younger son gathered everything together and took a trip to a faraway land. There he wasted his wealth through extravagant living. When he had used up his resources, a severe food shortage arose in that country, and he began to be in need. He hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. He longed to eat his fill from what the pigs ate, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have more than enough food, but I'm starving to death. I will get up and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Take me on as one of your hired hands. So he got up and went to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion. His father ran to him, hugged him, and kissed him. Then his son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quickly, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put on, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Fetch the fattened calf and slaughter it. We must celebrate with feasting because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field coming Coming in from the field, he approached the house and heard music and dancing. He called out one of the servants and asked what was going on. The servant replied, Your brother has arrived, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he received his son back, safe and sound. Then the older son was furious and didn't want to enter in. But his father came out and begged him. He He answered his father, Look, I've served you all these years, and I've never disobeyed your instruction, yet you've never given me as much as a young goat, so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours returned after gobbling up your estate on prostitutes, you slaughtered the fattened calf for him. Then his father said, Son, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we have to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. So this is this is what we're going to talk about today in shame. And we're just so thankful for you. Good morning. Good morning. This is so fun. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is our first time that Bobby's on a work trip, so we are recording this podcast away from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the first time we're doing this. Yes. Oh, well, we're so, we're so thankful that, um, for technology sometimes, and that we yeah, can do no, stuff no. like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is good. It's good, because we still get to record it, because tomorrow is 
a busy day with church and then yeah. Tobin has a game. Yeah. Yep. He he has his first football game, so that will be really cute. But um so we we were trying to we were talking about what to do this week and we thought about shame because it's something that most of us feel right at times oh yeah it's yes it takes over right it like we yes. dumb and we have bad feelings about it and then yes. we just let it control us yes and i and i was thinking about it tell me what you think about this that like you know and well shame is i i'm looking up this people feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. I, mm. I feel like we all need a little bit of shame right? To, to acknowledge that we can't do it without God. Like that we, like, what do you think? No, I completely agree. We definitely need, um, so like maybe not shame, but like feeling of guilt Mm-hmm. And like wrongdoing, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then that that gives us some kind of mm-hmm. um, like you know reason or desire to want to change. Because if we don't have desires to change, then we're just you know mm-hmm. not mentally healthy. <laughs> it, yes, and you're right. Like the first part of the de- definition, the painful feeling of humiliation or distress. Like if it gets too deep, the, the, the negative feelings, then it gets in the way of, of what God has in store for us. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So Um, you came up with some pretty good notes. (laughs) Well, I don't know why I was, when, when we decided we were going to do this, I was thinking about like what part of the Bible and praying about like what part of the Bible to focus on and the prodigal son came to mind for some reason. That's a good, that's, it's so good. That's such a good one. When you said that, I was like, yes, what? That's so good. (laughs) Yeah. And like for him, um, and this is the, the story in Luke 15, if you haven't read it, it, it's amazing. Like it's so amazing. And um, it, he, he does something, right, Bobby, that, or he does things, um, to feel shame about. Yeah. I mean, he essentially squat, he took all of his dad's money or, you Mm -hmm. know, back then you were allowed like a certain percentage and he took all of that, which would have been like his dad's already dead to him. Right. Yeah. And then he went and squandered it. Uh, he partied he on women on all sorts of things and then he became destitute and he had nothing and he worked as a slave and he you know the pigs ate better than he did and so he decided to put his tail between his legs and beg for forgiveness yeah and because and the whole trip home he just felt so much shame for what he had done Mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's a beautiful ending to that story. So <laughs> yes, and and it's like like you like you said, he did actions 
that right. created the shame. Sometimes, and tell me what you think about this. Like sometimes, like we didn't do anything. Like sometimes we feel shame over dumb things <laughs> yeah. because of how we were used to feeling shame because of how we were we were raised by like harsh people and and so like this week I I felt so stupid because I because I left I did something like I left Tobin's jersey at home it's nothing but it it was kind of funny It, it it wasn't even a big deal but for some reason um when I when I when I do something where I feel dumb at times um, like I'm hard on myself, yeah. um, and being overly hard over on yourself about things that don't matter, like that doesn't do any good, right? No. Yeah, and I think that definitely what you said earlier, it has something yeah. to do with the way you're raised. Yes, for you sure. Know, works-based love, you know, and the mm-hmm. fact that you forgot Tobin's jersey. <laughs> at home, I mean, Tobin loves you less, but because. No basically ingrained in how you were raised it's hard to break that habit but that's why like studying God's word and studying who God is is Mm -hmm. like will rewire your brain but it's still Mm -hmm. something that's in your you know in your roots so that's why turn back to it all the time yeah (laughs) to change those roots but it doesn't mean that we're never gonna um, have those triggers like we all have different triggers right yeah and um so but this led us to five tips for dealing with shame that are all based on the the prodigal son yes yeah yes so and so the first one like so like you said he has no money he's destitute and he um, and he decides to be like David and like Job and Jonah, right? Like, and he yeah. pours out to God, mm-hmm. and yeah. and he says that he's going to tell his dad. He says, "I'm going to go back. I'm going to tell my dad, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be your son." take me on as one of your hired hands. Yeah. Yes. But because he didn't think he deserves any better, he thinks he screwed up. Yeah. You know, he thinks he screwed up so bad mm-hmm. that like, please just take pity on me. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not how God works. And, and I struggle with that. You know, I do. I struggle with like, just take pity on me, you know, and mm-hmm. just love me, you know, but God does not love like that. That's why he sent Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. There's so much mercy and and grace. Um, yeah. But he, like, you know, deciding that he was going to get that out. You know? right. Yeah. With shame, yeah. we want to keep things in. Like at least I do, and 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 a lot of people do, and yeah. that's really like the not good for us. Like God made us so, like we're supposed to get it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you don't want anyone to know 
you know, holding it in is, is you feel shame. So you don't want anyone to know that you screwed up, but that's not the way we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live in community and we're supposed to have, that's why going to church and having community is so important because, you know, and it's a risk. It's a risk to have, to, to tell people what went on or what Mm -hmm. you did and have them love you anyway, because the risk might be that they they judge you and you know and that's scary but that's why it's so important to have godly friends yes and it's so important to know that god won't react that way like if we turn to him and repent like this is in a this shows us god's mercy this story yeah and you need to ask him to help you change your heart because yes just, just saying like I sold penny candy, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry, God, but you have every intention of going back and stealing the penny candy like tomorrow. Yes. Yes. That's not, that's not repentance. That's, that's yeah. nothing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the real repentance is I don't want to do this. This is not who I want to be. Please change my heart. Mm-hmm. And then letting God change your heart and being cognizant of, of the, the desire that are coming, you know, and choosing and not choosing them, which is really hard. Yes. Oh, but that's such a good reminder, Bobby. Like, God, help me change my heart or help, you know, and he's the one who can, who can do that when we turn to him. And, yeah. oh, and this yeah, is he's the only one. Yeah. And, um, for our many listeners, <laughs> I know <laughs> this, this story starts in Luke. 1511 just so just so you know and goes all the way to, to the end of Luke 15 um, yeah. but I, I was I was thinking about it this is a rabbit hole a bit but like really the shame started with Adam and Eve you know oh my god yes, yes. yeah and Absolutely. and and it's because like they all of a sudden weren't in God's presence, right? They sinned and were like away from him. Yeah, they they covered themselves and they hid from God because uh-huh. of the bad thing that they did. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't want to get caught. They weren't they were going to lie about it. So they felt shame. Yeah. And we all want to like cover ourselves and hide like we were talking about when we feel when we feel shame. But we, we don't have to, like, we can turn to God Mm. and yeah. yeah. And that changes everything. Yeah. Um, That's like a hard passage to read in Adam and Eve in Genesis, I think, because like you just see, and then it ends, you know, like then you're just like, oh gosh, imagine how much pain they felt and how, you know, You don't know exactly how long they were in the garden and mm-hmm. how how long that they that they lived in God's presence and in ultimate peace and mm-hmm. then in an instant it was gone and the pain and regret and shame that they felt through that it's sad. Yes. Sorry, this computer it just like <laughs> all of a sudden needed to do a million updates and I keep I thought I pushed the <laughs> no sound button but I guess I didn't I don't know. Oh. <laughs> computers oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but this this leads us to and this I love this one um, number two which is we need to make 
the first step. Right. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That was such a good one. Yeah. It's he, in the- he like he was like, well, this isn't how th- I did the wrong thing. I did the wrong thing and I need to, to turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it's Luke 15, 20. So he got up and went to his father. Like, mm-hmm. we need to do an action. Like, sometimes we want to just sit and, like, feeling sorry for ourselves, you know? Yeah. yeah. And because, you know, bad things happen that are so hard. And um, it's hard to get up and decide that, you know, to make an action. Right. Yeah, it's and- hard to see past it, for sure, sometimes. Yeah. And the fact that he got up and went home. He mm. could have just stayed, he could have just stayed there. But I, it, I think it shows that he had some hope. Yeah. That he did that. And, yeah, and, I, and oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just such a reminder, like there's always an action that we need to do, like changing our heart turning to God, repenting, like it's not um, uh, a thing where there's no action on our part, where God just does it. Right. Well, I think that if you end up sitting in your shame, you end up becoming depressed. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because you're just, then it's, it's a downward spiral. You know, I, I stole the penny candy and I'm a terrible human and I had to steal because I don't have any money and I don't have any money because I'm lazy and I can't get another job or I'm not worth anything and no one will hire. You know, it just, it goes down and down and down and down and down. And then you forget that you were, you're a child of God and God created you for a purpose. And there should be so much hope in that. But when you sit in shame, you can't see that. You can't see God's plan for you and his purpose. Yeah. Uh, That's so true first enemy sometimes and if we're just sitting in shame like what you're talking about like our minds can totally become out of control and we lose sight of jesus what the thing that really matters Um, yeah because we're just in these spirals of Mm -hmm. being hard on ourselves and i did this and we can go back through our past and um, I, and, and go through all of the things that we did that we regret and, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for us when we do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, but it's hard to remember that, you know, it's hard. And that's, again, that's why you need friends mm-hmm. that won't judge you and that'll love you and help and help you and support you. You know, because you're going to make bad decisions. We're all going to make bad decisions. We're human. We're, we're made of flesh. And, and so no matter how many times we try to stay away from the temptation, we're going to fall to it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we, we are. And it's like the more connected to God we are, right? It's like, and friends, like what you're saying, that's such a good reminder. Friends who can help us get back on the path that path and and get our minds out of that that spiraling that we do but um it it goes to number three which is remembering god's grace like Mm. if we were every time that we felt 
a lot of shame if we read the prodigal son I think we'd feel so much more hope um, yeah like at the end of Luke fifteen twenty, so he just had gotten up and gone to his father um it says um while he was still a long way off his father saw him and was moved in compassion his father ran to him hugged him and kissed him yeah yeah yeah, I mean, and you're no after. It says, regardless of your past, you are lovable. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, when you repent and turn away, God's mercies are new every morning. Yeah. Your Whatever mistake you made is gone. I mean, you still have consequences, but you are not defined by the, the stupid thing that you did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have a father, like, waiting for you who wants, all 100 of his sheep you know he wants Uh all of our hearts um and and he I just I just love that vision of his father like seeing him for from you know long way off he sees his son in in the distance and he could have been like kind of like the the son's brother is you know and been like uh he's coming back like I'm so you know but he's filled with com- compassion. Yeah. We did a podcast on this once, remember? Yes. On yes. who we relate to. And I relate to the older brother. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not a, like an awesome human. But no. Um, I do. I But I think that there's some reasons why I relate to the other brother. And, yeah. But anyway. So. Yes. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the other brother wouldn't forgive. And. We have to forgive people before they show us that they're deserving of forgiving or else they'll never, they'll mm-hmm. never want to change, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a story about Jesus, you know, because right. there's other things in our lives that like things like this might happen, but it's not, this is, this is about Jesus and turning to him, you know? Right. Um, and if those people in your life did that, of course, you would be the one running from a distance. And, right. You know? Oh. Right. Well, yeah, that's why it's like, again, I know yeah. I sound like a broken record, but go to church and find your people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is so hard because, you know, we all, so a lot of us have had church hurt in the past and, like the thinking error, like all happens all the time with, with me, with a lot of people, because this happened to me in the past, this bad thing, it's going to happen again, you know? Um, But the people in, in church, right. We're all imperfect people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's God who's perfect. Right. You know? Mm. So, but it's hard. Yeah, it is Um, hard. mm -hmm. But we have, our God is filled with mercy and compassion and grace. (laughs) And that, that's amazing. Like what a gift that he's waiting for us. Yeah, he is. I mean, every day he's waiting for us. He initially like waits for us and then grabs a hold of us. And then, Mm -hmm. but it's like a roller coaster ride. It's not an, you know, it's not easy breezing. 
mm-hmm. from from when we're saved. It's it's a fight, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think Leanna posted on Facebook that yeah. uh, like being people think being a Christian would be like being on a, a beautiful vacation yacht, but in reality, you're on like a war a war yeah. boat and it's yeah. under fire. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. so true. <laughs> it is, and I. And I feel like if we have it in our soul, God's mercy and and his love for us, and we know that we're that we're loved, then it's gonna help us so much when we're in this battle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you had <laughs> number four was don't look back and live in shame. And that was so good. You know, if you keep looking back and remembering what you did, you're never going to be able to move forward. Yeah. On our podcast, like depression is kind of living in the past and anxiety is like worrying about the future. And um, so it's easy to do that and to live in. I can't believe that I did this. Um <laughs> But that, how can we, how can we do like the calling that God wants us to do and spread the gospel Yeah. if we are still living in shame because we have a new life. And if we really believe that we have a new life, then there's no reason to, to live in that. Yeah. 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 That's so, and it is, I mean, if you, if you are going to live in the past you're just going to continue to make the same mistakes because you don't think that you can overcome them yeah and that's why people I think have to hit rock bottom before they change or even find Jesus yeah. as as an older person you know mm-hmm. yeah mm. and that's so true and and people get so used to it don't they like they get yeah. used to um, it becomes part of like who they are, um, going back and living and living through things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Jesus died for us. Like what an amazing undeserving gift. Right. Um, so, oh, he has, yeah, he died for us so we can be better people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now, and now we're found. Like, I love that. He was yeah. lost and is found. Yes. Like, that's amazing. And the brother, the older brother doesn't need to, and I, it's so hard. Like, there's so many, I mean, I, a book, a long book could be written about all of this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it has. Right? I'm sure yeah. it has. Yeah. Oh yeah, many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the older brother doesn't need to look back either. Like of course he's hurt and um but it it's we have such an amazing future ahead of us because of Jesus. And right. it's like we've got to focus on that. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, the older brother is working through some of his own shame, right? I mean, yes. he's people pleasing, workspace love, 
you know, he's working for a feeling of mm-hmm. pride, you know, yeah. and better than my brother, ha ha ha, you know, and then, yeah. and all of that, because we're human is, is fleeting, and it's dependent on humans. And yeah. then, so his feeling of I'm better than my brother, because he screwed up, can't last forever, if the brother decides he wants to be a better person, you mm-hmm. know, and so he was looking to his father for his self yeah like like righteousness I guess yeah or his feeling of Mm self-worth when that's why we can't look to people for our self-worth we have to look at that yeah it's so true and it's and it's a heart thing it's like the Pharisees were probably like look at me like I've memorized all of this I'm I'm praying these big prayers and whatever and but that doesn't mean that our hearts are focused on God. Yeah. No. Nope. Mm. And then you put celebrate. <laughs> and it's and it's actually six tips. I'm sorry. I messed up at the beginning. <laughs> no, you're fine. Well, because I like added. Yes. I, I, so, I love what you added. Well, you want to know how good God is? I yes. could not sleep. Because oh I'm in the hotel and... Yeah. I just couldn't sleep. And so I just play and there was a train in like four mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. And so I played the Bible app and I just oh. happened to pick like second Corinthians to listen to. Yeah. And I was listening to it and oh. I thought, oh my gosh, this is perfect. We need to add this. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, and what a good way to fall asleep like, yeah. to God's word like that. Yeah. Cause oh. sometimes you get so stuck in your, in your thoughts and mm-hmm. your thoughts are racing. And and so many of us, we um, not zone out, but essentially mm-hmm. zone out to mm-hmm. like scrolling on social media, yes. you know, yes. or, and that just doesn't help our brain calm down and, and center. And so what, whenever people are, are like, oh, I couldn't sleep. I just was up all night scrolling on my phone. And I'm like, put the phone down, <laughs> yes. you know, but. And so, but sometimes even if you lay there in the silence, not looking at your phone, your brain still goes down these holes. And so, I don't know. I always, like, listening to the Bible always helps me fall asleep. Yeah. I'm going to try that. (laughs) You know, like, there's um, there's a couple, like, the Dwell Bible app, but you have to pay for that, I I think. I could be wrong. But the regular Bible app has, I mean, it has a few things you can listen to you know you just turn on the the bible and you can push play and a guy comes on I think you might sometimes be able to change it to a girl I think the dwell bible app is meant for like sleeping to the bible but yeah you know if you don't want to pay for it then just the bible app is free Mm -hmm. oh well that's that's a really good tip yeah yeah oh but we I, I I just thought with celebrate like they do have this big party because yeah, yeah. and there is supposed to be joy in our faith. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I love yeah. the example you used in Romans. Yeah. Um, oh. because of the grace you have been given, like you uh-huh. need, you do, you need to celebrate, like and remember yeah. that, and that'll give you so much hope and so much clarity that you mm-hmm. have been given God's grace. And oh, what a gift! And let's yeah. let's um, let's go. 
let's read um, Romans twelve eleven. Okay. Um, which is, I mean, the Bible is filled with amazingness. And this is just, don't hesitate to be enthusiastic. Be on fire in the spirit as you serve the Lord. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then yeah. 12 and Romans 12, 12 is just, it's amazing. Be happy in hope, stand your ground when you're in trouble and devote yourself to prayer. Yeah. And, mm. But it's like, we need to celebrate, like what a big thing that this person was lost heading down the path to death and mm. is now like alive. That is worth celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, I know it is. And, you know, we're supposed to be spreading. It's funny that you say that because yes. um, yesterday, mm-hmm. it was either yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. We we're standing in a bar for work. And, mm-hmm. um, I, of course, I always have to I, I bring in Jesus. I don't I just do. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's oh, amazing. Even while I'm drinking alcohol, I'm still like, Jesus. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. and we were debating the differences between – because the people I was talking to were brought up Catholic. Yeah. And they wanted to know the differences. And, and one of them said Ooh. to me, so are you born again? And I wanted to – I was like, born again gets such – like that, that phrase gets such a bad rap. Yeah. And so I like – I questioned whether that was the right thing to say mm-hmm. at first. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Yes, I am. I yeah. am. And yeah. that's, cause that's what the Bible says. You're supposed to be born again of the spirit. Mm. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, but you're, and it's, it's, that's something to celebrate. Like you just said, yes. it's something to celebrate. Yes, it is. It is a new, like a birth, like what you're saying. Like it's a new life that is about Jesus and, and spreading the gospel and, and like that's that's a huge thing like Mm -hmm. we can say goodbye to the earthly things that bring us shame you know right um and we can focus on god yeah Mm -hmm. you know if we were if we were raised in a way or or growing up for some reason we didn't feel good enough Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we don't, we are good enough. Like you're one of God's sheep that he cares for and loves. Like we, um, uh, we don't need to feel not good enough ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's so good. But that mm-hmm. kind of brings you to this, the second Corinthians seven ten. Yeah. Um, which says godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly mm. sorrow brings death. So ah, in that, yes. you, you still, you're forgiven, but you still have to turn away. You know, you have to learn exactly. from your wrong things. And you have to know, which is really hard. Like we, well, actually, you know, in your heart, right? Yeah. When it's something that you've done, yeah. right? Versus if you've grown up that way and you feel shame about all sorts of things that you don't need to feel shame about. Like there's, there's a difference. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. But like you said earlier, there's yeah. a difference between 
yeah people that live in Christ and people who don't because yeah. there are people that do wrongdoings all the time but yeah. can't can't see that they cannot yeah. they oh, they true. don't think that they've done anything wrong yeah. yep mm-hmm. yeah yep and um but when we when we're focused on Jesus like we know that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. And, and if you are quiet and turn to him, like he will show you, you know, and, um, but if, if we're living too much in this, like what we're talking about in, in this shame, then we can't learn, which is your, your one that you added, which I love. Yeah. Oh, well, and I, somebody from, somebody from church sent me a uh, a sermon to listen to and I got halfway through it in the on in the car but I haven't been able to listen to the whole thing but the first half was so good and mm-hmm. and it basically says like complacency essentially you know like we are feeling convicted to not do something but we don't actually do it because we just are living in God's forgiveness but that's exactly the opposite of what we're called to do yeah. You know, we need to put in the effort. We need to put in the work too, you know, yeah. and we can do that by asking God to help us. Yeah. We can't yeah. do it on our own. Yeah. We can't rely on our own understanding. Like yeah. it's, uh, it's about God, you know, and in asking yourself is your shame getting in the way of your relationship with him? Is, you know, if you're, if you're living in that pain, um, then you don't have to live that way. Right. right? But yeah. Yeah. And but I then, mean, yeah. yeah, we talk about this all the time, but yeah. the only way to know about this or yeah. to, to feel different and to feel conviction and to feel forgiven is to read your Bible. <laughs> yes. It's so true. To read your Bible and, like, to pray before you read the Bible for God, like, uh, to open your eyes and to to take in what he wants you to take in. Like, you have to have that you don't know it all, that you yeah. don't have it all together. Like, the, the son, the younger son and the prodigal son, like, he knew he was at rock bottom, like you said. And he knew that he couldn't do it all himself. Like, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they're in that in that sermon I was listening to. Mm-hmm. It's by Pastor Alan Jackson. And mm-hmm. I thought when they first sent it to me, I was like, Alan Jackson, that's a country singer. But this is a different <laughs> Alan Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, he said, I can't, I think he said Charles Spurgeon said it somewhere that, what's more important reading your Bible or praying? And he goes, what's more important breathing in or breathing out? Like yeah. one can't be done without the other. Yeah. And I think that's so true. Like mm-hmm. however you need to pray, however you need to feel mm-hmm. close to God, you know, like I, I have to write letters. I have to journal, but some people don't, yeah. you know, and some people can be out in the, you know, prayer walks or, you know, in nature, like you're so good at praying too, you know, and so important to do that to feel to be connected Mm -hmm. yes it changes everything and that's so true that we all 
do it different do it differently yeah and um but all it all that matters is like what our lenses are focused on and um and jesus is what they need to be focused on right and yeah oh well all of us i mean a lot of our issues at least for me right if i start to feel um anxious or mm-hmm. or confused or i'm not sleeping it's generally because i'm not spending enough good quality time with god you yes. know and it's not personal like you know cuz even you and i i've done this like we're so busy and we're just checking mm-hmm. the boxes like getting ready for this podcast or our mm-hmm. youtube or you mm-hmm. know all right i did my quiet time uh, you know but if we're not letting it seep into our soul it's not going to have any oh. effect you know, and so that's just so checking true. the boxes isn't good enough. Oh, that's so true. That that is such a good mm. reminder. Like just checking the boxes isn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. because it's not going to do anything. You know, it, that it doesn't yeah. do anything. And that's what the Pharisees were doing. You know. Yeah. Um. Just. Um. But it's it's really about our heart. Exactly. Um, and that and our hearts being focused on him and when the shame creeps up um when like anger like any um past hurts i i feel like it's a remind it, it's always a reminder to pray you know yeah. like this you know this person how could they have done that to me um or what are they doing? I don't understand what they're doing. And um, praying for them. Like, I, I feel like, well, maybe God is putting them on my heart because he wants me to pray for them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And that, I, I've, I've been doing that the past few days. And I hope I stick with it. Um, I have a tendency to start things and not always finish them and that's not good so but it has really helped because um sometimes we ruminate and just like folk you know focus on things that we don't need to but as soon as you pray about it and you put it in god's hands it really helps with the rumination so hope yeah that's good good. (laughs) yes But we're going to post these tips on one by one on Instagram this week because mm-hmm. we went through them, you know, in our, in our going down rabbit hole way. <laughs> I know. And Abby means we, she means her. She's <laughs> always the one that does our Instagram. She, you're so good. <laughs> and you're mainly the, the YouTube person. You, I love your YouTube. So yeah. Much. Well, you know, I try to get them done, but yeah. I like to take my time. So yeah. That's okay. Oh, well, this was fun. Yes, yes, and I, I just hope that we take that we take this in and then read the prodigal son and like the hope that there is in that story. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. All wow. right. Well, Thank have a you. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Yes. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>